At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Only at Metro by T-Mobile, you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plans. See store for details. This actually, there it goes. Okay, we are now recording. We finally got this shit up and rolling today. Hi, tens. Hi, tens. We worked really hard for you today. <laughs> yeah, and you know why? Because it's actually our, our official 10th episode that will be airing. Is it? Yeah, tens on tens, their 10th episode. And it's 2-22-2022 Tuesday. Yes. So oh. the numbers are just Racking astronomical. <laughs> exactly, and astrological. And astrological. Make your wishes today, bitches. Manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you manifested a new episode, congratulations. Congrats. It's here for you. Way late, but um, it's, it's fine. You know, we have about, like, a, a week delay when I'll post this, but normally we have, like, a buildup of of episodes and y'all this shit's been going hard in real life so we are quickly running out of yeah. like our backlog yeah so we're doubling down for you but we're gonna keep it fun we're gonna keep it cute and we promise we're gonna keep it up that's the big part hey, so I know that's right <laughs> um yeah today's episode's actually really fun we picked a bunch of really uh interesting ones we thought would be easy to research turns out they were not it for goes me. Deep. Yeah. It goes deep. Um, so this episode, we're actually going to talk about the best, um, like apartments and houses from TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, did you find this one hard to research? Um. Okay. Here's my thing. I thought immediately of the list, mm-hmm. but going back to find pictures or evidence of how it was actually cool was hard. Yeah. Um. So a lot of mine are situationally cool. Yeah. I'll go into it. But yeah. What about you? Um. So I ended up not being able to find... Ooh, I just went all the way up to my... Um, I ended up not being able to find, like, a lot of apartments, per se, which is yeah. what we started out with originally. And so I did branch out into, like, one or two houses and a, a lot of, like, bedrooms. A lot of bedroom mm. sets because I think a lot of TV shows limit themselves to, like, either you have a living sure. room set or, like, a bedroom set. So that was really fun. Or, in some interesting cases, a closet is one... <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. I can't wait to hear about it. It's not on my list. It might be on yours. I'm not going to say it if we mention it. I do not have a closet on my list, so go ahead. Well, the show might. It's Hannah Montana has, like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, she's definitely not on my list. Well, I was going to put it on because I was like, I would love to live on a beach in Malibu. Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be great. But turns out their apartment's fugly. It's so bad because you let (laughs) Robbie Ray Cyrus or Robbie Ray Stewart (laughs) dang niblets decorate that shit. Oh, my gosh. So Miley does not have a bedroom. She has a closet. That's so true. Set, which yeah, is and so it, weird. like the rotating closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think in one of the later seasons, they get a cool bedroom that she shares with Lily, which is cool. But mm-hmm. I was like, I got too many Disney Channel shows. Yeah, on that, so. yeah. Well, we're we're just covering the whole real estate market today. <laughs> we're gonna go in deep dive. Um, real quick, I got to do this. Oh hell yeah! Um, now it's a party. Hell yeah! I'll tell you all this: that Lo and I came into this uh, pod closet today. By the way, we're back in the pod closet. Hello. Um, with two very different energies. <laughs> yeah. 
If I could use a word just quickly to describe myself, mm. I would use the word disheveled. What oh, about no. you? <laughs> I would say you're more chill. Oh, that's good. I feel manic, so I'm having a <laughs> seltzer to bring me down, yeah. and I got her a Coke to bring her up a little that's bit, right. you know? We're just coping with... Are these substances? <laughs> they might be. These uh, sodas and, and, and uh, truly. Sorry, Mom and Dad, but uh, yeah, you, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. All right. So I feel like I make you start a lot. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off. Please with, do. Um, number 10, which I put the, the bedroom specifically, mm -hmm. but the house in general for Drake and Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's so low on my list because it's a stinky boy room, you know? Yeah, and they share it, right? Yeah, and mm. it can only be so good. Right. But <laughs> the layout's pretty interesting. So um, it actually changes significantly after season one. Like, the door and the window move around a lot, and there's a spot where Drake has his drum set, which later on is where Josh's bed goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so in season two, it changes, and we have, like, Josh's bed up on this, like, raised pedestal, which is nice. Not pedestal, what is it? Like, a platform? Mm -hmm. I just like it. It's like, really separates the area, which is really cool. What did I write on here? Um... Drake has a really cool little loft with, like, storage space underneath it with all his instruments and stuff. Um, the common area is really ideal for, like, a boy's space. You can just imagine that they have, like, hella video game nights and, like, mm -hmm. poker tables and stuff. And then there's actually an episode, I think, a few seasons later where Megan, their little sister, played by uh, Miranda Cosgrove before her iCarly days, <laughs> where she, like, gets their room and she gives it, like, a total girl makeover and it's yes. fucking amazing. And I'm like, that's my ideal room right there. Yeah. It's got, like, all of the Lizzie McGuire style furniture with like the pink and the purple and like all the beaded curtains and she takes Josh's bed out and puts a little reading nook in and I was like yes queen yeah is we that where that. she's like on the computer like plotting oh. or is that her own room <laughs> I don't know room? I think that one is interesting yeah. that one <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a great one she's drinking a coke like me right now <laughs> yeah right um, the, some, some of the things that I did notice that were in that room that I thought were funny, um, there's a Titanic lifesaver vest on okay. the wall there's a life size cutout of Oprah <laughs> Um, a 1940s radio. There's, at one point, all of these items have been in there. Uh, two mermaid tables, a vibrating chair, a rocket bubblegum machine, a foosball table, a vending machine that shoots sodas, and a dartboard. <laughs> wow! So okay, it changes rich, a rich. lot. Um, but it's like a fun space. It almost comes across like a 20-somethings apartment, like a studio yeah, apartment. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. I like it. Yeah, but. it's like a touch of fratty, but like mm -hmm. still cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the Josh feminine touch. He's like, you gotta have the Oprah cut yes, out, you know? <laughs> absolutely. I miss that show so much. I I used to watch it all the time. And I actually didn't even think about their bedroom until you said it. And I, as soon as you said it, I pictured You're it. You're like, oh, that's a great one. I know. Right? I brings love it me too. back. Brings me back. So number ten for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna warm up here because I feel yeah. like, you know, a lot of these I'm like, it's not that great, but the situation is great. Yeah. So number ten for me is the Seinfeld apartment. So okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And the only reason I put this on there, because it's not really that great of an apartment. I mean, it is in the middle of New York, and he's probably paying, like, buku bucks to right. live there. But I love his apartment because his friends constantly come in and out. Oh, yeah, and it's like a little sweet. hub. And he has, like, all of his dates there, and Kramer just comes in and out. And I recently binge-watched the entire Seinfeld series oh again. So I brought back all these memories, because I used to, you know, watch it with my dad. And fun fact, if you're rewatching like I did, and binged it... 
there's a Superman figurine that, like, not a lot in the apartment changes, mm-hmm. but every episode he's sitting somewhere different oh, in the that's apartment. that's fun. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of having, like, a central hub for your friends, and, mm-hmm. like, they just pop in and out whenever they want, which yeah. might piss me off, but I like it in Seinfeld, so. <laughs> I feel like I had that apartment in college, and it was amazing. I loved yeah. it so much. That was really cool. You know what I don't understand about uh, about Stein, uh, Seinfeld? Well, Seinfeld. Um, I keep seeing this meme on Twitter that's like, I can't believe they're trying to convince us that Jason Alexander's character was 29. He's like fully bald. Fully bald. Fully looking like he's retired. Like, <laughs> he, yeah. Although it's funny. In the very first episode, he looks very young. And then it must have just gotten to him. He the goes, 90s were hard. He goes downhill very fast. For George Constanza. Yeah. Woman. <laughs> Wolf. Okay, uh, the next one I have is probably the oldest one I have on here. I didn't go really far back. Mm. I don't know about you. No, not really. Like, for the most part, when we do these lists, we try to stick to, like, eras that are nostalgic for us. So maybe, like, the 80s at the at the earliest yeah. and the 90s going on. But this one is actually from um, I Dream of Jeannie. Have you ever seen that show from, like, the 60s, 70s? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. So you have to describe it to me. Okay. Or, like, <laughs> it's, it's the, the it, setting. Well... Okay, now I'll describe the show, too. Essentially, okay. it's I said that weirdly because it's, like, the weirdest concept of a man who gets a magic genie lamp, and then inside there's a white girl, and she's a genie. As, as per usual. That doesn't happen to you at the thrift store? Right. <laughs> and inside is a, is a genie who is a white girl, and he's like, by the way, you're my wife now. And she's like, okay. So oh. weird. It's a weird... She's like, I'll go along with that. Yeah, and her ponytail's magic. She puts her hand together and she flips her ponytail around and she's like, whatever you say, master. Yeah. This bitch calls her husband fucking master. Problematic. Anyway. It was know. a weird time. I don't know. This is why we stick to 90s. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Um, I could not deny the fucking vibiness, though, of this one particular set. So, for the most part, they it takes place, like, in the, the house, mm-hmm. right? But Jeannie's lamp interior is phenomenal. It is so small, and this is why it's so <laughs> it's so low on my list, because, you know, Jeannie's famous for their eating living space. Yeah. Um, so Jeannie, it is, and when I say it's small, it's extremely small. There's only room for one large sofa that's mm. a complete circle, and there's enough room for her to stand up in, in the middle of that circle, and her head, like, touches the, the neck of the lamp. Um, oh, so, so like my first apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so fucking cool it, uh, cool looking. I wrote, holy shit vibes, pink, purple walls with gilded Moroccan inspired patterns with like amazing blue and pink lighting. And then like a lush purple velvet sofa that curves around the whole thing with like a ton of plush pillows and cushions. Mm. It's like very kind of like, I don't know. It looks so comfy and cozy. I would love to like sit there and smoke frankly <laughs> yeah i would be like and i think in a, in a like a hookah lamp i know i was gonna say devil's thing. lettuce or hookah but i mean it, she looks like she's in a hookah thing but it's a yeah. type of lamp i don't know an oil lamp or something huh. anyway i put it down so low because it's a weird ass show and it's old as fuck and it's a small house but it is vibes yeah so yeah we're loving the pink aesthetic i would listen and it's gonna get pinker bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's no surprise to any of the listeners that have been with us for some time um question yeah is the cullen house on your list <laughs> it's not but okay there you go lauren gets the ding for that today oh, sorry lo gets the ding for that today she's got the um the twilight um mention that that house I honestly didn't like very much. No, to, honestly, too many windows. I was like, y'all, yeah. I'm trying to walk around naked, and mm-hmm. you guys are not letting me do yeah. it. So, and they don't even have beds. I know that they don't sleep, but like, y'all don't lay down. Now, my favorite part of the whole place 
is, which we're getting way off topic, but we always have to have a Cullen Corner. <laughs> Welcome to Cullen Corner. <laughs> we should make a totally separate Twilight Podcast. However, I, I wouldn't really like a house where the main piece of art in the house is graduation caps. Yeah, that's ugly. That's just lame. It's fugly. I don't think that's in the book. I think that was an addition by Catherine Hardwick's Who's Wild, so anyway. Catherine. Okay. Number nine for me. So again, one that's not that nice, but mm-hmm. situationally, hella cool. Yeah. The Bob's Burgers apartment. Okay. <laughs> it is right above their own restaurant. Okay, that's true. One minute commute to work, maybe. Mm-hmm. It always smells like meat in there, which is nice. And if you get hungry, you just go downstairs to the kitchen. Burger time, bitch. And anything that has Linda in it, I will love. Oh, yeah, that's true. I am obsessed true. with Linda. That's true. Yeah. I lived in an apartment in college that was above a pizza place and a coffee place <gasps> right next to each other. So, like, it either smelled like coffee or pizza, depending on the time of the day. Yeah. That shit was phenomenal. So it I was good? Give you okay. That. Yeah, because yeah. I was, like, kind of going back and forth on the meat smell. I was like, would I appreciate that? I'm not really sure. But now that you say that, mm. I think I would appreciate it's it. It's not the meat smell. It's the burning fryer oil smell that gets mm. to you. That mm-hmm. really seeps into you. Yeah. And if you have stuff like garlic, garlic smells good when you're cooking it, but it like raw garlic smells awful. And you'll constantly smell like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Subway. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. God. Sub- why, does, why do Subways smell like that? <laughs> I think they pump it into the air. <laughs> it's like the Delta Sky Lounge. I, <laughs> I can't describe that smell, but everybody here knows what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. I literally, okay, there have been some times where my mom has visited me in the city, and I smell it, I'm like, did you go to Subway? <laughs> like, I just know. Oh, my God. It's wild. They need to bottle that shit up. <sighs> bottle that shit up. Yes. Okay. Are you done with that one? The only thing I'll add yeah. is if Bob gets tired during work or any of the kids, they can just go upstairs and take a nap, and I think Aww, that's great. That is cute. Because I nap at work. I don't know about you. <laughs> If I can get away with yes, it. Yes, if you're listening, uh, new boss, I started a new job. If you're listening, so I don't, soon. but... No, Sometimes I, I take a lunch break. I'm like, bye. So, yeah, listen, I have a neck pillow in my classroom, <laughs> and I fully will just, like, zip myself up into my puffer coat and take a snooze all Hell out. Yeah. For, like, Do you have to cover hour. the window? It's a, people see in? It's already covered, because kids would be poking their heads in. True, there. true. They're like, yeah. so I cover it all You're the time. like, do not disturb. Yeah. <laughs> I lock that fucking door. I close those blinds, and I'm out. <laughs> Don't talk to me for an hour and a half, bitch. D&D. Yep. Anyway, if you guys know, notice that I hate my job, uh... <laughs> That's I was do- today I was doing all this research. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, y'all, I wrote 3 episodes worth of research in 3 hours. I'm oh, on yeah. some I must be on crack cocaine. You're in a <laughs> you're in a high point in your life and I'm, I am in a low. I'm putting the work in but not for my job. <laughs> That's is right. what That's right. is what's happening. Okay. Number 8 for me is uh Miss Robichaux's Academy for Exceptional Young Ladies from season 3 of American Horror Stories Coven. Can you say that five times fast? Um, it's Miss Robichaux's <laughs> Academy for Exceptional Young Ladies from Season 3 of American Horror Story oh Coven. <laughs> That's very impressive. Okay. I have no idea what this looks like. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you never seen American Horror Story? I have seen Asylum, and that's it. That one's pretty good. I'll tell you this, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. She'll say it again? Uh, Ryan Murphy, who is the pr- executive producer mm-hmm. and, and writer of that show, he is a gay with a dream. Um, he's also the executive producer and, and developer of um, Glee. Eat, Pray, mm. Love, mm. Um, the Versace, Killing Versace, and then Ratchet, and he also did some other stuff. But I like to imagine that all of his properties exist in the same universe. So, like, the Glee universe is happening simultaneously with the American <laughs> Horror Story universe. And this man is, like, the king of cool concepts that he does not follow through. Right, right. And, like, he'll drop off of a plot in the middle of the story and be like, fuck you, I guess it never <laughs> gets solved. But nobody else is doing, like, high camp, high drama like this man, yeah. so I'll take whatever he fucking spits at me. Yeah. 
And I hate it. (laughs) I hate that about myself. But I will say, as far as American Horror Story goes, I think the most complete season with the best story is Coven. It's about a bunch of witches um, in New Orleans specifically. And have you been to New Orleans before? I sure have, yeah. I've been too, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, listen. It was like the best trip of my life. (laughs) Hell yeah. Were you like drinking on the street at 9 a.m.? Girl, of course the fuck I was. Are you kidding? I was like, it'd be weird if you weren't. It'd be weird if you weren't. I had a margarita inside a church. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) They have like Everclear slushies like at a 7 Eleven. Oh my god. Thank you. That place is amazing. Um, Did you know that Nick Cage actually was arrested for public indecency in New Orleans? Which, what was he doing for being. Like, how do you get arrested for that? In New Orleans. I, you have to be real bad. Like, He's another like, level like of bad. all the way up. Yeah. We'll talk about him because he has an interesting connection yeah. to that. And yeah. to this story. Yeah. But anyway, Miss Robichaux's Academy is actually, um, like, the house that all the witches live in. And okay. the the exterior where they shot it is actually, um, let's see, the Buckner Mansion, which is in, I want to say, 1410 Jackson Avenue, which is in, like, the Garden J- District. Um, and so you can actually tour money, it. Money. Oh, yeah. my God. The Garden District is so beautiful. Like, the French Quarter's gorgeous but mm. it's like it smells like pee frankly yeah um so the garden districts where all the money's at where That's all right. the mansions are and those things are fucking beautiful but i have a picture outside of miss roba shows and i was like mm. my hair was looking fucking fried but i was looking <laughs> cute in my little black outfit anyway um so let me paint this scene uh it is a beautifully designed victorian mansion uh white paint with greek pillars high ceilings and a wraparound porches and the classic like southern neoclassical kind of thing the interior is also very neoclassical it's like very old school looking Mm -hmm. but it's kind of all painted over with white paint to give it a kind of like eerie like overly cleaned kind of look yeah um but it bounces the natural light off really interestingly to make these really cool dynamic shots the interior is different from where they shot the exterior but i we're just we're, we're pretending you know yeah um let's see the there are two fireplaces on either side that kind of face the the east and the west and then there's a huge grand staircase that branches out into like two things Ooh, we love yeah. a grand staircase the ancestral room or aka the living room is covered in <laughs> paintings of like the old supremes of the witch covens and mm-hmm. those are essentially like the witch queens so as each one dies a new one comes along and gets their portrait Ooh, painted and hung much up. better than the graduation mm-hmm. caps indeed <laughs> indeed um it's got a cozy victorian kitchen that has this like huge table it's got an attached greenhouse a dining room an office space an unknown number of bedrooms like ranging in size um and i thought that was pretty cool i was like I oh yeah can't not have that on here and then interestingly the the name roba show comes from a jazz musician so oh. i named it after a jazz very musician. interesting yeah. do you think it's too late for me to watch that series like has no. the pulp culture train left the station no i don't think so okay I, uh it was the obama era so you know yeah, there times. there is an episode where an old lady from like the Civil War era looks at a picture of Obama as a president. And she's like, "That black man's a president." Yes, <laughs> like, in the show. Yeah. Oh wow, right? It's Ricky Kathy is. Bates, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yes, she is indeed. I need to watch it for sure. If only to check out the real estate. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to New Orleans for a bachelorette party, oh, fuck so yeah. I might have to see if I can seek it out. Oh, if you can convince bachelorettes to go to the garden district, that's. That's, that'll be a nice yeah. little break. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact we're going pole dancing, so whatever else we do, we will Fuck see. Yeah. We will see. Okay, I promise I'm almost done with, like, situationally cool ones. So have you ever seen, um, what is this, number eight for me? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Okay. I absolutely love, love, love that show. Mm-hmm. And this is another example of where Chloe and June live in an apartment that they could never in a million years afford. Yeah. Oh, God. Unless Chloe has, like, an OnlyFans or she's hustling men out of their money, which is totally possible. Which is likely. Chloe's the mean one, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. so. I she's the, right. the hot one. She's the hate one with the bangs. Mm-hmm. So the series, if you all haven't seen it, because it's actually not that well known. Like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people I know know about it, even yeah. though I thought it was amazing. I did too. Um, so Jessica, Jessica Ritter? Mm, yeah. Ritter. I just have Ritter here from Wikipedia. <laughs> of, uh, what's that Marvel show she's in? Jessica. Jessica James. Jessica James, yeah. Maybe I'm putting Jessica on there then, and I shouldn't be. I don't know. Whatever her name Ritter. is. Ritter. Miss Ritter, <laughs> she stars as Chloe, and Chloe Jones. is an extremely irresponsible party girl who searches for roommates by essentially asking for rent up front and then scamming them by being a horrible person and kicking them out. Queen. Yes. <laughs> so her latest roommate, June, who's played by, um, I think it's pronounced Dreama Walker, okay. Dreama Walker, um, she proves to be really hard to drive away because Chloe does all of the things. I mean, she, she literally fucks June's ex on a birthday cake. Like, oh, it's a I lot. I forgot about you that. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, at least you know now that he's a bad person. <laughs> I mean, she's like, I saved you from that. That's right. So the woman, the women end up forming this, like, unlikely friendship. But they live in this apartment that is really, really cute. It's mm-hmm. another New York City apartment that's probably way above their pay grade. Yeah. And it's got all this natural light. And there's, like, a couch where, like, they hang out with um, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> and, like, it's also one of those, like, hubs where everyone comes over. So I my favorite part about that show is the fact that her best friend is James Vanderbeek. <laughs> it's not even, like, a character that he plays. It's, like, him. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Dawson's Creek star James yep. Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek as himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. Yeah, so I just love that everybody hangs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. And they have a great kitchen island. That is true. Yes. Because you can fuck a man on a birthday cake on it. Exactly. <laughs> so we know that it's sturdy. We know that it's sturdy and we know that it's large. Precisely. Okay. Number seven for me is a bedroom. And I promise I have the bedrooms lower on this list and we'll get into the apartments later. Um, but I could not look this over because it's almost like a little mini apartment. And that is Hey Arnold's Mini Loft. Yeah. Right? Do you With remember like the that show? garden um, greenhouse window yeah. thingy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I'd like to start off by saying that um, Arnold is canonically nine. No. That, I was surprised by that too. I was like, Damn. "There's no fucking." Way. I had like a crush on him back in the day. I feel weird about that now. What? I guess I was also nine. It, so it was the football head that did it. Yep. <laughs> I've always loved a big head. <laughs> Here's a question for you: uh-huh. Would you rather? Have a normal head in a cool or in a shitty apartment, or a football head in a cool apartment. Definitely a football head in a cool apartment. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, like y'all can't tell me shit because I go home at the end of the day and sleep like a baby on my king <laughs> me bed. Me my bitch. big ass football yeah. head. <laughs> and my bed's got a little hollowed out hole where I put my ear. A <laughs> <laughs> customized mattress. <laughs> So I can lay on my side. That's right. I just kicked the table. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, there's actually a 3D tour available of this particular room on oh, YouTube, which I thought was really cool. That is cool. Um, Wait, yeah. who made it? You know. Some guy. <laughs> Some guy with too much time on his hands. Yeah. But we love you for yes. doing it. <laughs> and this is a room that only like a child or like a young adult, somebody young could live in because to get up there, you have to do the pull down attic stairs. True. Which is a pain in the Grandpa's ass. Grandpa's not going up there. No, mm-hmm. he's not. And I'll tell you, nobody else in that fucking building is. Mm-hmm. The building that Arnold lives in is shoddy to say the least, right? So I was like, why is this on my list? But he's got the most decked out space there because mm-hmm. I think it's because nobody else can get up there. Right. Just him. Just the nine year old. Yeah. It's 
it's like a reality escape for him, definitely. Um, so unlike Drake and Josh's room, which is a stinky boy's room, Arnold's <laughs> room has a lot of intention in it. Like, yeah. he designed it. Like I think he's sensitive. Oh, he yeah. yes, sweet boy. Yeah. No wonder you had a crush on him. Yes. But he's also very tidy, so everything has a very specific spot. Mm-hmm. And he has a place for it, and it looks nice. And he also, like... Um, he automated a lot of it. So, like, the couch, he presses the remote and the couch comes down. True. The couch is also made out of red vinyl, which is hot. Oh, Very cool. Style. We love that for you, man. Okay. Um, his bed is on a platform nestled into the far end of this very narrow space. Um, but it, it makes it feel cozy and not, mm-hmm. like, crowded. And it's backed by this, like, wall of built-in shelves, which have, like, a TV on it and a bunch of action figures and, and his, like, baseball glove and all that. He makes room for it. And I love it. Um, there's even, like divots in the wall that are at like an angle that mm-hmm. you can climb up onto the roof oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. so he can do that and by the way the roof is made out of entire glass like like Lo said it's yeah. like a green roof um so that's so cool so he'll like you know go to sleep with the rain oh I can just imagine oh my gosh that yeah. would be the best part for sure I know right um and then what are some other things I have on here he's got like really cool uh wallpaper that's like aliens and then like a plush like yellow uh, rug with interesting like mid-century modern decor on it mm. so like this fucking kid has style seriously um, he's hauling all of that stuff up those stairs by himself he so. did it yeah young and spry that's right can i um admit something about him really quickly yeah please besides my crush on him true confession i thought only. that he was wearing a kilt and you know what that's okay <laughs> it's just a really long plaid shirt right yeah but i fucking love a man in a kilt I, I mean, really me too. Do. That's really probably, do. it probably led to my crushisms on him. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so number seven for me. So have you seen The Bold Type? Oh, um, I think I've seen the first two episodes. Hilary Duff's in that, right? Or is that the other one? No. Okay. I don't know. I think I have, but She's in something it. similar. It's like yeah. an office, like, power move, yeah. like, boss-ass bitch thing. But this is about um, three girls who it actually reminds me of me and my two best friends. Oh. But their names are... Um, Cat, Jane, and Sutton. Cute. I'm definitely Sutton because I get to marry the rich guy at the end. But anyways, for you. so originally I was gonna do their apartment because it was another New York one that like mm-hmm. would go for crazy amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And Jane and Sutton lived together for a period, and it's just like a really cool space. Yeah. Um, but then I kept thinking, and I was like, oh, Sutton gets with this like really rich guy. So I started doing research on his apartment, which does have a lot of windows, but it's also like the umpteenth floor, um, so it doesn't really matter. So. In the first season, it's revealed that Sutton is secretly seeing this guy, Richard. Oh, fuck. And he's an older board member at the magazine they work at, so he got money, honey. Hot. And Richard lives in this, like, super luxurious apartment that has those windows that I said, stairs, and this incredible view of the city. So I did some research, and I lo- found this article from Brick Underground that said that Richard's apartment, the way they filmed it, mm-hmm. or actually it could be a real apartment, I never, like, confirmed, because sometimes they do film in real apartments. It's true. at 450 West 17th Street, which is a luxury apartment complex in Chelsea, or the neighborhood, and it's called the Caledonia, which if that doesn't scream money to you, I don't know I what does. Mean, yes. <laughs> so if you go to their website, which, again, I don't know if this is, like, both the inside and the outside, if it's just the inside... The website for this apartment complex says that rents in the high-rise part of the complex mm-hmm. range between, are you ready? No, oh, yes. 4500 to 7000 for a one-bedroom and 7000 and up for a two-bedroom. And Richard, in the show at least, he, he has two bedrooms. Oh, my God. So he's paying $7,000-plus for rent a month. But can he afford 
He absolutely can afford it. And it's, like, so pretty. It has, like, this staircase that goes up, and it's, like, a glass railing, and everything's just, like, glass and beautiful and sparkly. Mm -hmm. And Sutton came from, like, the country. So she moves in, and she's very uncomfortable. But I'd be like, shit, Sutton, get out of the way. Like, I'll get in there. I will absolutely take your place, girl. And he has, like, beautiful sculptural style and art style. And he's just a classy guy. I love a man with decorating intention yes like arnold yes yeah if you weren't nine years old <laughs> good god let's not do any more creepy cartoon episodes Jesus Christ. listen this is what happens when y'all want nostalgia mm-hmm. y'all get us talking about fucking nine-year-olds i hate it here that the american girl dolls were also nine. <laughs> oh god we're just shitting on every nine-year-old ever we're crushing on them um jesus anyway okay um i don't know about you i became like kind of an expert in inflation from the 90s onward like trying to calculate (laughs) i was like how much would this cost now or how much was it worth then when they said this or whatever it is fascinating yeah so when you were like oh this would cost this i was like oh yeah girl i did that i did that deep dive too that's just crazy every fucking new york apartment which uh, literally every show has a new york apartment yeah i implore you to look at how much you think a square footage like that would cost that's right whatever show you're watching it's significantly higher than you astronomical yeah Okay, number six for me, I have um, Raven Baxter's room from That's a Raven. Oh, that's a good room. Yeah, I agree. Um, The house itself, once again, not too spectacular. The interior is kind of cool. They've got this, like, emerald green paint on the walls and, like, a lot of um, gallery walls, which we know I love a gallery wall. Mm -hmm. But everything after that's kind of like, whatever. Um, Bonus points, however, they do have a nice little brownstone in fucking San Francisco. I know, Hello. I know. And they show literally the row. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, if you guys are implying they live here, that's millions and millions of dollars. Literally. I did not look up how much this one cost, because I knew it would be absolutely it's depressing. wrong. <laughs> um, but if you do live there, holy shit, yeah. you probably got a great ass from walking up those hills. That's right. right. Anyway, so bonus points for that. Um, so Raven's Room famously gets, like, a makeover halfway through the series. I want to say it was in the later part of the series. Okay. But even before that, I thought her room was cool. So she has the attic room, the highest room up in the very top of the, of the house. And it's kind of got, like, the slanted uh, shell, or, sorry, ceilings, kind of like Arnold's room and stuff. But what Raven does, because she's, like, a, you know, a fashion designer. Of course, training, yes. right? She has, like, draped it with these really beautiful, sumptuous, beautiful jewel tone fabrics. So Raven's whole color scheme is like that orange and fuchsia mm-hmm. um, teal kind of vibe. So those are just there. They're great. She's got a little twin bed, so it's really tiny, but she still makes the best of her space. But later when they go and update everything that she has, it's like three times the size. Oh, yeah. And holy shit, the stuff that she has in there, okay? So uh, she has like a whole maker space where she can design clothes with like mannequins oh, yeah. and like, like two big desks, right? She has a little lounge area. And then we cannot forget the bed which is iconic because it swings, right? It's oh, on, right, yeah. It's on, like, four chains mm-hmm. on the ceiling, and you could just, like, swing on it. That was the coolest shit to me when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, what? Are you fucking kidding? So we take Raven's excellent, like, color and texture scheme and apply it to a really cool, unique design room. Yeah. I also love on the bed, it has this really cool, like, seashell motif headboard. Yes, I was like, yes. I love that shit. Yeah. That was way ahead of the curve. Good for you, Raven. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um... She also, probably saw that in her future. She, she was like, in the future. She, <laughs> literally, that's why she's a fashion designer. It's yeah. all clicking for me. Mm-hmm. She basically cheated her way she, through the whole thing. And wouldn't you, bitch? Absolutely. She said, get that. I'll be like, the lottery. Bag. Where's the lottery numbers? <laughs> literally. 
that's how they can afford their San Francisco plays. 100%. Um, I love that. Also, just like a small other detail that's in her room. She has all these what look like antique chairs that have been painted painted in like hot pink and teal, which I love. People yeah. hate that I would do that to an antique chair, but... I mean, fuck I it. You bought it for $5 at the thrift store. Right. Like, you can do whatever you want with like, it. Oh, not the fucking finished cherry, bitch. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like it would look better if it was orange. I'm oh. like, I already sanded it down. Sorry. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, yeah. Now, I did have a dark thought cross my mind. Not dark, but just, like, weird. And you know I'm always making it weird. Mm. The chain bed. Now that I'm an adult, I'm thinking about that, and I'm like... Mm. That wouldn't be good for sleepovers, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't get any kind of traction going with that. I would have a hole in the drywall in, like, two seconds. But luckily, Raven is 17. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she has a boyfriend in this series, but... She does. Raven is famously gay. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Disney was like, let me impose my heteronormativity on you really quickly. I don't imagine there's much fucking if Raven Baxter is similar to Raven Simone. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So... You guys read into that how you want, so... (laughs) There you go. Okay. I don't know. Oh, have I picked my... Have I picked my other one? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Number seven for me. Seven? Mm Mm-hmm. Lucky number seven. The Wizards of Waverly Place Loft. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. So we're keeping it with Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. But the loft that they live in, you actually don't see a lot of it. It's very rare for them to show the bedrooms, like, especially the boys. Okay. Um, But it's a two-story apartment. Again, in fucking New York. I can't get out of New York. (laughs) Someone get me out of here. But it's a two-story apartment where the Russo family lives. And obviously, they're magical, so Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. It's located above the Waverly substation, which, like, uh, same logic as Bob's Burgers. You can move whenever you want. And the layer. So, that's cool. So, again, a lot of this loft is never really shown, so it's hard to know, like, just how cool it is, but it has those, like, awesome windows um, that are, like, multi-pane. They're so beautiful. Um, And then, fun fact, there's an episode where Alex and Harper move into this apartment building with a secret 13th floor for wizards and other creatures that are in, like, the wizarding world, and they're the only ones that can get into it and access it. So that's pretty cool. Okay. I mean, um, like, not every house has that, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a nice feature. Like, I don't know if they put it on Zillow, but it's here. Um, so that's, like, a separate place, but I think the Wizards of Waverly Place apartment does a really good job of using the space in a way that doesn't make it obvious that it's probably a set. Like, uh, it, yeah. it's very classy in the way that it's like, oh, here's just one room, but we're probably not going to show you the rest of them. But if yeah. they did, it, this place would probably be thousands and thousands of rent dollars. Fuck yeah, but they got them wizard bucks. Yeah. Which I is mean, different from wizard Kelly bucks from the Proud family. <laughs> don't get those confused. I about We that. talk about a lot of Disney shows I know, a lot channel. of this, like, loops back together. <laughs> um... I've uh, never actually seen Wizards of Waverly Place. I've really? seen, like, one or two, like, episodes in passing, but I never really watched it. I think yeah. it was a little bit, like, past my time when I stopped watching yeah. Disney Channel. Because, yeah. like, I went through a phase where I was, like, I'm, like, 13. I was, like, I don't watch Disney Channel. I watch, like, MTV and, like, VH1. Oh. Yeah. I'm grown up. Yeah. So Watching I Rock of Love. And, like, literally. <laughs> same. <laughs> same. But, yeah, this, I mean, this place is just really pretty if you, like, you know, whoever is watching, if you're like us and you haven't really seen a lot of it, because I hadn't. Right. If you do a quick Google search, it's, like, exposed brick and that beautiful paned window. And she's gorgeous. I'm a slut for exposed bricks. You and me both, girl. <laughs> you and me both. I feel like I wonder if that trend is going to be like the thing in the next decade or so that everyone's like, why did everyone have fucking exposed brick in the 2010s and 2020s? Yeah. But you know, I accept that, honestly. I also accept it, and that's fine. Speaking of exposed brick, <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is the New Girl Loft 4D. 
from New Girl. <laughs> I'm going to say something. Yeah. I've never once in my life seen New Girl. I mean, there are funny moments. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen any Zoe Deschanel movie, you've seen New Girl. So. The only one I saw her in was 500 Days of Summer, and I'll never forgive her. Oh, she's so. kind of a bitch in that, so yeah. she's a little bit nicer. That's I'll, good. I'll tell you this. <laughs> the same this, character. This is embarrassing <laughs> for me. In high school, I went through my Zoe Deschanel phase, where I was like, I want to be this bitch, you know, when Twee was yeah. at its height. And you know what? I successfully was for a lot of time. People would, like, compared me to Jess on that show a lot in my okay. high school. And, um, so I took that to heart and I was like, I'm, I'm going to be a teacher because <laughs> she's a teacher yeah. on that show. I am so embarrassed by that because what a fucking like way to pick a career. Yeah. I mean, Hey, mm. anyway, uh, the, the apartment itself is crazy cool. Tell me about it. Okay. So exposed break, obviously. obviously. Okay. <laughs> so, um, first of all, let me start with a quote. From one of the characters Please who is do. the best character. And I, people will fight me on this and will say it's Nick. But I think it's Schmidt. He has the wonderful quotes, including, Pine has no place in this loft. It's the wood of poor people in outhouses. <laughs> Which is how he says it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've heard some, uh, I've seen some, like, memes of him. And, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I love it. I Also, I love the shade on Pine because I also hate Pine. And if you watch American Horror Season 3... Um, Coven, when one of the characters goes to hell, her hell is full of pine. That <laughs> would be your hell. She's like, not a pine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, I fucking love that detail. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so this apartment is like open floor plan as fuck. There's mm-hmm. like a huge full kitchen and it's kind of, uh, you can see the little dining area, but what's, you know, better than the dining area is like the living area. It's got this classically cool leather couch. It's like a little sectional. And we know how I feel about a fucking leather couch, bitch. I love that shit. Especially a brown one. Amazing. And they've got these fun, like, shelves behind it that kind of work to separate the couch from the dining and Mm -hmm. kitchen area. And so it's a fun little, like, way to put, you know, decor in the middle of the room versus, like, on against the walls, like everybody tends to do. Yeah. So it's an apartment for technically three people in LA, but they have four people in it, and that's, like, a whole point of contention. I think they make one of the closets a, a the bedroom for one of the characters. Um, like Hannah Montana. Like Hannah Montana. <laughs> Listen, Hannah Montana could fit like four people comfortably in, in her, her closet, closet sleeping in any beds. Um, the, the closet room in this one is smaller than the other ones, but it's still like a decent sized bedroom, mm-hmm. especially for LA, which is where this is located. Yeah. Um, oh, finally not in New York. Thank God. Uh, finally, but we're the out. other one, <laughs> the other one that's just as bad. Um, what else did I put on here? Oh, some interesting quirks that they have. There's, like, an iron curtain that separates Jess's bedroom from the, like, living area, which I was like, okay. But it's never really opened, except for, like, one or two episodes, and it adds a really fun, like, texture to the whole, like, area. And if you don't know the apartment, I really recommend looking it up because it's hard to describe. I, yeah. I really don't know. Um. Anyway, it's valued at about uh, $2,395 a month, meaning each of the four people would pay about $598, which is actually, actually not, that bad. not that bad at all. So it's about, uh, what's this, 2,600 square feet. So fuck yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah. I don't think you'll find something like that in LA. No. I tried to look up, like, the average price of a place in L.A., and they were, like, roughly the, like, the same-ish price. So, I don't know. Maybe I have a fully skewed view of what L.A. real estate would be. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm not in the market, so I don't know much so about don't it, but, me. yeah. Stop moving to L.A., guys. It's full. Yeah. You don't need to go there no anymore. No vacancy. <laughs> Or you could be the fourth person in a three-person apartment. Up to you. Do you like closets, bitch? We do. Do you like iron <laughs> curtains? 
Not to be confused with the history iron curtain. Oh my god. No, no. Oopsie. Oopsie. Okay, so my next one, number six. I really hope I have six on this list because it's dwindling quickly. <laughs> so I don't even know what I'm going to say to follow this one up, but we all know what I'm about to say. The Princess Diaries apartment. Oh, fuck yes. It is a converted firehouse. Yes, very Fire good. station? Firehouse. Fire. Firehouse Both. subs. <laughs> firehouse subs, bitch. Fire station. It has, like, the pole and everything. Yeah. And she lives with her mom, who's obviously her dad passed away. And so she's a single mom. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she lives with her mom, who's obviously her dad. Who's obviously <laughs> like, also her dad. It's very confusing. Um... So it's just her and her mom, which I already love. I just think that's such a cute dynamic. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that, obviously, I'm glad my dad's alive, yeah, but, like, it's just, they're so did. close, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she's an artist, so they're always doing, like, fun art things in there, like that scene we all know it, where uh, she yeah. has the giant canvas, and she's, like, popping balloons. Yeah, with the little dart. It's so cute. And then yeah. she has, like, her foot pop in there, and it Ooh. just, it's just a really cool place. It's a cool vibe. Again, in San Francisco, so maybe her and That's a Raven are neighbors? Maybe. Perhaps. Question mark? I don't know, because Mia's living in this really dope art district type of yeah. vibe. and they're straight on the row. Like, yeah. yeah. No, no. They got too much money. <laughs> Have you seen... I was in San Francisco um, recently, like, this past summer, mm-hmm. and I saw that, like, where they filmed Mia's, like, ride to school when she takes the scooters to school yeah. is, like, the most circuitous fucking pathway. She took the longest fucking way to yep. get to school. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. And that school... Okay, I know we're not talking about, like, cool schools, but that school is... So cool because everything's outside. Mm-hmm. They have like the little cheerleaders. Lana got coned. Oh. It's just it's so <laughs> cool. Like the lockers are outside. It's awesome. Oh yeah. You know that the the um the 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 facade the the exterior of the school is actually a house. What? With, where they have those cool stairs. You know where that's the, a fucking house. Yeah, you can drive past it. A lot of that's ha- regal AF. Oh yeah, a lot of these exterior places have like a lot of petitions to be like, don't have tour groups here. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that can it. get really annoying. Yeah, but that one doesn't. Well, that's good. It's big enough they don't notice. Yeah. (laughs) It really does look like a school, though. Like, they definitely had me fooled. Yeah. Um, And I just want to say one of my favorite lines that I can't get out of my head, and this is probably controversial, Mm. but for some reason, at random times throughout the day, all I say in my head is, gupped up. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to drop that in there, but I love the Princess Diaries so much. And I love that I fixed, I put her uh, firehouse and fire station in front of the castle that she literally owns later. I mean, because... Fuck a castle. I like personality. Yeah, castles tell me slaves build it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the vibe, I yeah. guess. I'm not into that very much. Me neither. Good um, point, good point. Put yeah. that on the Zillow. Put that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the thing about that house is I don't think I could live in a place that would require me to go down a fire pole every morning because I'm, like, severely and chronically, like, clumsy. I oh, I would definitely kill myself. Also, how does Fat Louie get places? He... I do think they have, like, the... Maybe oh, the circular. Spiral. Yeah. Spiral staircases are very fun visually, but they will fuck your ankles up and everything you believe in. And getting furniture up there? It's impossible, mm. bitch. I'd rather die. Thank you. Thank you so much. As Amy Winehouse said, I'd rather have cat aids. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Bitch, we miss you every day. We miss you. <laughs> okay. Seize the day with another daily affirmation from Best Fiends. Happiness does not always come from within. Inner peace is great and all, but you know what's even better? Making it to level 1000 playing the puzzle adventure game Best Fiends. Find happiness that doesn't start from within. Download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. You'll even get $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. 
Only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details. Okay. Um, speaking of places that want you to stop touring there, <laughs> this one is probably like the most famous regarding that. And it's obviously, we could not have the show without this. It's Carrie Bradshaw's apartment from Sex and the City. Oh, God. Yeah. So like get into this gig, girl. What a problematic role. person. What a problematic person. I will never forgive that quiz for giving me Carrie Bradshaw. I'm like, what character are you most like? I'm Carrie Bradshaw. I'm like, I mean, I guess I have a podcast. That's kind of like a sex column. <laughs> and then I asked myself, then, <laughs> is it worth it? Let me work it. Am I speaking into the mic or is the mic speaking to me? Put my thing down, flip it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. So, um, the the exterior is actually shot between two different places. So, uh, it's actually... Uh, 64 and 66 Perry Street in, mm. I want to say, I don't fucking know, a place in New York. <laughs> Figure I it I, out. <laughs> I thought I wrote it down, but alas, I did not. And what's interesting about um, 20, or sorry, 64, is they originally shot season one there, but they're like, this looks too poor. <laughs> <laughs> For Carrie. And they're like, next door has a better staircase. It's a little bit more glamorous. So they moved it over there. Uh, and I think it's an apartment building. Uh, Tim Gunn lived on the 16th floor. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but they're... Right, like, is that the guy that's like, design us, you have 15 minutes. <laughs> Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's actually, like, a chain with a do not enter sign on the on the stairwell now, so oh. you can't go take pictures on it. And that's interesting. Yeah, okay. there's a petition to get tour groups to stop coming and taking Carrie Bradshaw pictures yeah, on the stairs. Yeah, imagine living in that place. I'd be so annoyed. Miserable. Yeah. I mean, I can't feel bad for those people because they can afford fucking a brownstone on Park elsewhere. Avenue. Yeah. Bitch, get over yourself. Okay, the least you can do is let a few tourists take some pictures. Um, recently, Warner Bros. partnered with Airbnb, and they recreated the interior of Carrie Bradshaw's apartment mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, obviously they're not shot at the same place, interiors and exteriors. There was actually a few places they used to shoot her apartment, and then they ended up building a whole set. Um, but, yeah, they recreated it. I don't know where the Airbnb is, but it looks interesting, and they tried to decorate it kind of in a more modern style, which, like, I appreciate, but it still kind of has that same essence. Mm-hmm. Um it's probably booked, like, three years in advance. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I know. And what's interesting, actually, Sarah Jessica Parker, she recorded, like, an intro for when people come visit there, and she, she like, talks about it. And you actually, on the desk in the apartment, there's, like, the laptop with a little ah. note thing pulled up that was, like, and then I realized, like, it's yeah. written down there, or, like... Were we meant to Airbnb? Yeah. And that's <laughs> when I realized, yeah. It's pretty funny. Um... Also, Sarah Jessica Parker lives, I think, just a few blocks down from Perry Street, where the exterior is from. Oh, okay. So interesting. interesting. Fun fact, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, what I think is interesting about the design notes about the set is they said it reflected her lower income. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> where? Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> where? Hilarious to me, because it's valued at, uh, let's see, 20 grand. Like, the, the building is 20 grand, so Carrie's rent would be roughly 3 grand. In today's money. <sighs> and in the show, she canonically says she pays $700 a month, which in 1995 money is uh, $1,300. Yeah. So it's still like, hello, you, yeah. you know, bitch, you're 
And she writes, like, one article every two weeks, so it's not enough money. How are you affording this? Plus, you got all those Manolo Blahniks in your walk-in closet. Yeah, it's crazy. The closet is the same square footage as the kitchen. Did you know that? I'm not surprised by that, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. So, it's a spacious one-bedroom on the Upper East Side with a full kitchen and bathroom with a walk-in closet. Mm. Um, Carrie's style is more like flea market chic because they want to show that she doesn't have a lot of money because she's a columnist. But, I mean, like, she has fucking money. So yeah. they give her a lot of, like, you know, uh, refurbished kind of furniture. Um, it wanted to be more of, like, an eclectic meets mid-century modern. So mm-hmm. she's got a lot of, like, um, 60s-styled desks and stuff like that. Um, Modsy.com actually restyled the set in 2021 to fit all of the main characters. And it's amazing. I mean, like, Carrie's is fucking boring, but Samantha's design. And if you are watching Sex and the City, y'all know Samantha's the best character, and that's why 100%. Kim Cattrall did not sign up for the that's reboot. Right. She's like, I've I've done my best. Going out on yeah. a high note. <laughs> in, in this version, they painted it, like, all charcoal gray, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting choice, because normally I feel like that makes a space feel smaller, mm-hmm. but in this case it added a lot of depth, which was really cool. And then she's got, like, leopard throws and big, giant, like, statement couches, which is, like, curved and velvet and super sumptuous, which is the word of the day, evidently. <laughs> um, which I think is great. Uh, the original layout itself is fine. <laughs> the only thing I really appreciate is that the way that it's zoned, so you have, like, the, the bedroom and then the living space, and there's kind of, like, a French door in between the two, but Carrie is able to, kind of, is able to like, blend the spaces by putting, like, this shape lounge kind of catty corner oh, between yeah. the two so i fuck with that that's great um other than that i think it's fucking crazy how much money that place so cost. much money i know and on top of all of the designer clothes like what were girl it was big money i know you and mr big got together way before mm-hmm. he ever came on screen i know it mm-hmm. he's also a terrible character and but a terrible person a terrible person Woof. character in real life and in fake exactly life. glad he died sorry spoilers <laughs> Not in real life, but... At first I was like, wait, he died? But then I was like, oh, yes, 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 yes. And just like that, he's fucking dead. On Peloton, no less. Yeah, Carrie was like, good luck. Isn't that supposed to monitor your heart? How would you not know you were dying? Well, here's my thing. I bet Carrie knew. She was like, he's about to die, and I know in his will he's probably going to leave me a lot of money, so let's just let it happen. Good for her. (laughs) All right, what are we on? Number... Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, four, six. I don't know. I, mine, mine's four out of sounds order. right. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing an apartment. Let me see. I have ones I can talk about if you are because listen, I had to go all day. I just finished number four. So I'm on four now. Okay, mm-hmm. that might be right then. Yeah. Okay. So number four for me um, is the Will and Grace apartment. Oh yeah. We're still in New York. We're <laughs> never leaving New York. That's okay. I've got two other New York ones. Oh God. <laughs> Honestly, there's a theme in Hollywood, I think. Of they don't know anything else because people from Hollywood either live in New York or L.A. And they're right. like, where else do people live? They're like, like we ones? don't know. <laughs> San Francisco? They're like, we, we can't get a good apartment in L.A. To, to shoot, so we have to go to New York. That's probably what they're thinking. San Francisco is a close third, and then after that, they're like, ah, it's fucking Quantico. Like, <laughs> a farm? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, Will and Grace live in a rent-controlled apartment. It's located on the ninth floor of 155 Riverside Drive. And that is in the Upper West Side in Manhattan, so money, honey. I love that we're saying, like, Upper East Side, Upper West Side. Like, we know where the fuck that is. I'm like, I do, that? actually. Oh, my you, best friend lives in New York, and I feel like I'm doing a really good job of learning where things are. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know where Greenwich Village is, but <laughs> where's Queens? Sounds Greenwichy. <laughs> 
Um, so their apartment has this incredible view of Central Park, mm-hmm. which um, I know from speaking to my friend that that is expensive. Okay, so, yes. I um, I also just put a random fact in here, but James Burroughs was the director of every single episode of the series, which I find really impressive that that was a the super long running show. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I remember my mom had the haircut. The what? The, like, what, did you say Will and Grace, right? Yeah. Yeah, she had the, the Grace The Grace haircut. haircut. Yeah. Didn't everyone? Yeah. I know. I feel like, I feel like uh, Jennifer Aniston kind of took away her mm-hmm. moment, but, like, I really loved Grace. Oh, wait, no. It wasn't the Grace haircut. She had the Dharma haircut from Dharma and Greg. I get those confused a lot. I don't know what Dharma and Greg is. It's, like, the same fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let's try it again. <laughs> yeah. So, the veteran director, so James Burroughs that I was talking about earlier, um, he was behind the camera for other shows, like Cheers and Frasier, so he's, like, oh, definitely not, yeah. you know. A stranger to Hollywood, or I guess New York in this case. Stranger to Frasier. But this is an interesting fact. So he, and I tried to go back and find this because I also binge watch Will and Grace along with Sex and City. Good. So quarantine's been good to me. Yeah. Um, but he made sure, so James Burrow, Burroughs made sure that every single piece of mail on their coffee table on the set was either addressed to Truman or Adler, so their characters, mm-hmm. at 30 Rockefeller Place, New York, to give the characters authenticity. That I thought that was really interesting. Crazy. How on earth would we ever see that? I don't know. Movies? I have no idea. But I, I have no earthly idea. That's great. But the apartment itself, it's really cool. So you walk in and the bedrooms are in the back and then you have like the sofa and everything. But the kitchen is like raised up a level. So you can like see if anybody's in the kitchen chilling. And then there's this little nook that I'm just obsessed with. We love a nook. Yes. That Will goes to often. It has like a little reading chair in there and his computer and yeah. it has windows as well. Yeah. So you can just go in there and like look at Central Park and thinking about all the money you have. So that's the greatest. Yeah. And exposed brick. And exposed brick. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget. Um, I feel like if I were a set designer, my goal would be to make the most weird ass additions to things to trip up the actors. Like on the <laughs> mail, I would write to shithead. <laughs> and they're like doing the scene. <laughs> yeah. And to like figure it out. Can I tell you the craziest thing I've ever done? 100%. Real, real yeah. quick. Anecdote. Not the craziest, but definitely one of the funniest. Oh, sorry. There's no exposed break. I lied right to your face. We're just going to pretend. We'll pretend. Okay. We'll pretend. Um, What's the craziest thing? This is the, the one of the funniest things I've done. Sometimes people remind me of shit I've done to them, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> one time my dad and I got into a fight, and I love my dad. He's mm-hmm. wonderful. And I was so mad at him, and I was like, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to do, do the normal, like teenage young adult shit I'm gonna play the long game on this mm-hmm. and so I went online and this was during the 2016 election okay which was a disaster yes, yes and my indeed. whole family is like full of libs if you couldn't tell at this point I signed my dad up for the Trump newsletter and I <laughs> made his name Mr. Butthole <laughs> and I forgot about it entirely and like Three months later, he got a letter in the mail that was like, to Mr. Butthole from the Trump administration. Oh my gosh. And he, he was like, who the fuck did this? Who would, this is insulting. I can't, and I was like, oh, and he went on a Facebook rant about it and I never told him. So dad, if you're listening now, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so dead. That shit so makes funny. me laugh. That's though. some James Burroughs director level type detail. I love that. Oh, that shit makes me laugh That's when I hilarious. think about it. Okay. All right, Mr. Butthole, go ahead. <laughs> Or I guess Miss Butthole. It's Mrs. Butthole to you. <laughs> All right. The next one for me, number three, is um, Don and Megan Draper's apartment from Mad Men. So have you ever seen that show? No. I'm really disappointing Ugh. you on my pop culture no- knowledge. Ugh. 
Not the cinematic <laughs> TV. Dude, if you've seen Game of Thrones and The Sopranos, you gotta watch Mad Men. It's up there, you well, know? Well, The Sopranos, uh, I hate to say it, hot take, but I hated it, so... I also did not enjoy, but I do love the theme song. Gabagool! <laughs> Woke up this morning, got some gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on from maybe that slightly italianophobic <laughs> comment. Sorry. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> we love Gabagool here too. <laughs> this is like pro Gabagool corner. <laughs> I'll fuck up a charcuterie board, baby. You better believe mozzarella. it. Mozzarella. <laughs> Actually, it's pronounced mozzarella. I'm dead. So. I'm leaving. I gotta go. Knock, knock. Get me out of New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've, we've transported ourselves. This apartment also is in New York. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never I told you. I told you I got two more. Um, But it's New York in the 60s, so I guess that's a little different. Much if, different. Yeah. If you've never seen Mad Men, obviously it follows Don Draper, who's an executive admin in ad man who is a madman mm. right ah uh, yeah they coined that term that name oh, that's nice. the first sentence of the entire series so if you watch it you know uh. Uh. but anyway <laughs> is this a real story or no okay it has some like references to real life ad campaigns which is cool oh, okay and it has real sexism and real cigarette smoking so and racism and ra- oh jeez yeah. okay we got all that shit yeah um anyway we start off the series with our main character don who is in like a normal like everyday kind of family man life or that's what he wants you to think mm-hmm. and so he's got a wife in the suburbs and two kids and all of that anyway doesn't go well for him eh. they get a divorce spoilers oh and don in a kind of spiral <laughs> marries his secretary which Don. <laughs> Don, honey. Don. Come on now. Um, so in nineteen sixty five in the show, he and his new wife, Megan, move into like this super chic. Oh my Megan. God. Megan. <laughs> um listeners named Megan, we love you so much. Um, I was thinking of the Drake and Josh. Megan! <laughs> So, the uh, fun fact, uh, uh, Megan, who is our, our little sidekick on the pod, who checks our list. <gasps> Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. In my phone, I <laughs> her picture is a picture of Josh Peck going, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's perfect. There you go. Um, anyway. Uh, so, Megan and Don, they live in this, like, super swanky penthouse. Where is it at? Um, Upper East Side. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, they're next to Will and Grace, but just different time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're in Upper West Side. Just kidding. Sh- whoopsie. Um, okay, so this was a really interesting article I read on it, and I can't remember where it's from. I think it's from, like, a magazine for bow architecture, specifically. Sure. Um, because... I read those all the time. Ah, did I mute myself? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> She's <so>. live! <laughs> she... Hello. Um, no, so this is designed to be a psychogram of Don's life, so it's designed to reflect his inner, like, thoughts. Mad Men is a fucking masterclass in attention to detail, from, like, uh... the costuming, to the script, to the shot, to the set. And I don't know another bitch that thinks about that. Maybe our, our man with the, with the James letters. Burroughs. James um, <laughs> uh, James. No. <laughs> okay. Um, it's supposed to be a psychogram of Don's life, uh, and it is his life is, frankly, about to fall apart at the seams. Right? So, uh, in the wake of his divorce from his conservative wife, Betty, Don makes a hard overcorrection from everything having to do with the conservative, like, 1560s traditional living. He marries a young secretary moves into an Upper East Side loft uh, in, in 1966. Um, everything of its time is in this place. Like, it it has, like, a conversation pit, you know? Hell and, yeah. like, wall-to-wall white carpeting and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, a kitchen is attached with a bar. They don't really cook very often, but Don does make liberal use of the bar. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a small dining area, which is fine, but they don't really, like, entertain in a traditional way like a 50s housewife would. They throw parties, and they feature the parties often, but everyone spends time in, like, the, the living space, the conversational space, because why would you work on table manners when you've got a young 20-something wife? Amen. You know? Amen. So, um... I think that every day. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> know. And I want to say that the design of this house is called the bi-nuclear setup, meaning that there are two sections of the house distinctly. There's okay. a space for socializing, like the kitchen and the living space. And then the second part of the house is the more, like, private area where you've got the bedroom. Um, and Don's section of, like, the bedroom, the private area where he and Megan sleep, basically has, like, no windows, no lighting. It's like a, it's like a cell, almost. Oh, so what it, a metaphor. It literally. Mm. Mm. There's even a quote. I think one of the characters says, like, a man is only the room he's in and Don's in this room or something like that. Oh, interesting. It's a great fucking show. Please watch it. I do love when sets, like, play a part in the storyline. Yeah. That's cool. Um, That is really awesome. What else did I write on here? Um, The entire space is incredibly chic, but it's more fashionable than functional. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, as mentioned by, yeah, um, Arc Daily, which is the the place I was talking about, Mm -hmm. it's... Its pop design reflects someone pretending to be happy rather than someone who actually is. Um, and like I said, Madman's seriously a masterclass in storytelling, so I love that. Um, in 1965, this would be valued at uh, $55,000, which today is roughly... Give me the inflation. Five million. <laughs> Times ten on that one. Yeah. I did the math right, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't do wow, math. Wow, that's I think, insane. Yeah. And... Interestingly enough, Don, as like an admin in, in 2022, would not be able to afford that place at all. No. So, that's crazy. He has a Mr. Big. <laughs> he also has a Mr. Big. Nobody can afford these apartments. Hot take. But I, I love that place because it is so iconic looking. It's honestly like the favorite set of the entire show. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But the fucking cell bedroom part, I was like, I can't put you at the number one, Don. Right. Because <laughs> you have a cell bedroom. It's a little prison Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, you said it was five million? Mm. Okay, it's times a hundred. Ty- fuck my bad. <laughs> I don't do math. I'm an English teacher. I literally pulled my phone calculator out because I, I was like, I can't leave that because if that's wrong, I'll have to do a corrections corner with our Cullen corner and oh, I can't God. handle both. <laughs> It's a correction slash color corner. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That is right. Okay, so number three mm-hmm. for me. Okay, this might be another one you haven't seen, which I kind of feel better about the fact that I haven't seen yours. What I like about you with Val and Holly, so Amanda Bynes. Uh-huh, I've seen a few episodes. Okay. Back when it was on The N, which was a superior yeah. network. Yes, R.I.P. Degrassi on 24-7. Yes, that's right. So what I like about you, I actually have recently... Because of this episode, I've started watching it again, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. So if you guys haven't seen it, please go watch it. It's such an easy watch. Like, oh, I yeah. just love it. It's a good one. But it's about Holly, who is a 16-year-old, and her dad, um, their mom passed away a, wh- a while ago, I think. She's either passed away or estranged, because, yeah. you know me, I, like, if it's an easy watching show, I'm like, fucking, oh, I don't know. Why yeah. is your mom not here? Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, what are the major plot points here? Um, so the dad has to be shipped off to Japan for work, and so Holly moves in with Val. Mm -hmm. And so in season one, Val has a New York (laughs) apartment. (laughs) But it's pretty standard. I mean, it's a nice apartment, don't get me wrong, but they never talk about, you know, how much it costs or whatever. And it's, like, just a general, generic, like, two-bedroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, 
I specifically watched this show because I remember that from season one to season two, there's a shift to this loft yeah. that is the coolest fucking place of all time. Seriously. And I lost the plot point of how they got that place. I so don't, don't quote me. I, I'm pretty sure they're watching it for someone else, so I don't think it's actually theirs. Mm. But you walk in, it's got this huge, like, open, what is it called? Open... Open concept. Open concept. Open concept. That's right. We love to see it. <laughs> open concept kitchen um, that has, like, a kitchen island and a table and everything. But the coolest part is this place has a conversation pit, I essentially. I fucking love that That shit. sinks down. It has the circular couch. It's so cool. Bring that back. That's right. And then you go outside and it has this huge balcony that has, like, enough room for, like, lawn chairs and, like, there's a telescope in one episode. So, like... Mm-hmm. Who's, whose salary is paying for the telescope? Right, well, Amanda Bynes Holly goes on a date with a guy who's obsessed with the stars. Ah. And it actually made me laugh because she's like, have you ever been on a date with a guy that's obsessed with the stars? And Excellent. I was like, I actually Amanda resonate. Fashion. It was pretty bad. <laughs> no, I loved it. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, but then you go upstairs in the loft and Holly has a really cool room. We never see Val's room, at least so far. It's because she's not getting any. I love Val. I love her so much, but yes, girl needs to get some. She's like eating like seven chocolate cakes per episode because she's not getting sex. And she still has the body of Jenny McCarthy. I know. So so gorgeous. But the loft is just so cool. Exposed brick for real this time. And everybody just comes there to hang out. And I, you know, I love that. We've already said it, so. Who's the actress that plays Val's best friend? Um, her name is Lauren, in but I, it's, uh, Leslie... Something. Something. I, all I know is that was the first thing I saw her in, and she's, like, an American Horror Story mainstay now. Really? Yeah, she plays some interesting characters, though, so... Wait, Holly's best friend or Val's best friend? The best friend. blonde girl. Lauren, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so kind of... Leslie something. Some, I don't know. Yeah, she is my favorite character. She doesn't actually get introduced until season two. Yeah. So, she's and she funny. just fucks it up. I just love her. We love her. The other thing about that show I remember is I remember that the, the exterior, like, set they used for, like, the Street of New York, mm-hmm. I think it might have been a reuse of the Friends set. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, now that you say that. There's actually a lot of sets that are reused. I know that the Raven Baxter, like, That's a Raven set was mm-hmm. reused for a lot of stuff that Disney did. Um, but yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And it's Leslie Grossman, by the way. Grossman. Yeah. What an awful name. I'm sorry to any Grossmans Grossman. listening. Grossman. That's almost as bad as Mr. Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to any Mr. Buttholes listening. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Oof. Okay. Uh, let's see. We only have a few left. I've got two left. So this is a, bit, a, little, a little bit longer episode for you guys. We're about an hour, but we got time. Ooh. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. My number two is Mindy Lahiri's apartment from The Mindy Project. Have you ever seen that show? I'm oh, sorry. No, I mean, why are we even friends? We don't watch the same show. Oh God! But that's great. It makes for good podcast content. That's right. <laughs> um, discourse. Discourse. <laughs> so, um, Mindy Kaling wrote this show, and she executive produced it, all of it, and mm-hmm. she stars in it. I fucking love Mindy Kaling. I do too. I feel like if anybody were to play me in a movie, and if I was Indian. <laughs> Mindy. Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Um, and so her character on this show is, like, the character I've seen myself in the most. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a gynecologist, but Mindy's oh, character what? is. Mm-hmm. And so she can afford to have this crazy, beautiful New York apartment. No! Uh-huh. That's <laughs> another one. Um, oh, my God. Where's it on my list? By the way, you guys, I wrote, like, three episodes worth of research in three hours today on paper. So, I'm a psychopath. We love that for me. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle. Crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. Okay. So, NYC Manhattan one bedroom valued at 2.5 million if you were to sell the whole building. Um, I don't know how much her rent would be. Okay. She's a doctor, so it's kind of, you know. 
I love that her kitchen is noticeably very tiny because Mindy as a person does not cook, which, big same. <laughs> and that's why I got a chef boyfriend, kids. Um, but the kitchen itself is cool because it's got, like, red appliances, which I fucking love. Not the fridge, but, like, you know, the tea kettle and the microwave are red, and mm-hmm. I love that. And it's also got that, like, black and white tiling, which is really cool. So I fuck with that. Um, it's described as colorful and eclectic. We love that word. Basically, um, any kind of maximalist design, your girl's here because I'm the opposite of a minimalist. We love pink. We love a gallery wall. Have you seen that TikTok that's like, um, it's the sound that's like, I work hard to make this house a home and it's like (laughs) maximalist trying to look for an empty space. Me filling every wall. Literally, (laughs) same. The other one I've seen is like someone going like, "Uh, having stuff is who I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love that one. Um, Okay. She's colorful and eclectic. It's really fun. She even has this, like, turquoise chandelier over her dining area, which I like. Um, She's got metallic furniture contrasting hardwood floors and patterned textiles. Uh, Greens, blue, fuchsias, which is, like, my all-time favorite color combo. Um, And she has this amazing lucite desk, which, do you know what lucite is? Mm -mm. It's, like, it's almost essentially, like, clear plastic, but, like, fancy clear plastic. Oh, make it fancy. Make it fancy. (laughs) And I'm obsessed with it. Uh, If I saw a lucite crib once, and I was like, I'll have a baby just to fucking buy that shit. (laughs) Put it in the crib. That's so dope, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so she's got these paneled walls with built-in shelves, which we love that. Um, She likes tufted white leather, which is not really what I'm a big fan Mm. of, because it's too, like... Kim Kardashian for me. Yeah, very accident prone. Yeah, yeah and I'll, I mean, if it's leather, it's easy to clean up, but That's it's true. very much like giving me like 2010s, um, you know, ultra glam design, which mm. is not my forte, but I do love a tufted leather thing, so I will let it go, just okay. not in white, girl. All right, Mindy, you okay. gotta pass. Yeah, because my couch is tufted leather. <laughs> in brown, girl, Ew. get it together. <laughs> um, so every time somebody comes over to her apartment on the show, they're like, wow, what a cool place. You decorated it so well, which people say that about my place, too. Oh. So I'm like, mm, me too, girl. I, I'm literally obsessed with having my apartment be, like, aesthetically perfect. Mm-hmm. So when people come over, they're like, wow, so cool. Yeah. It well, I'm glad we off. came to the pod closet tonight because if you came into my apartment because I'm packing right now, again, disheveled, mm. you would th- immediately throw up. So. I appreciate a disheveled space. I really do because mm-hmm. I'm a disheveled bitch. <laughs> and when people come over, they they think I'm keeping it together. That's right. But that I gallery know. wall. Yeah. Um, and then the other two things that Mindy has that I really like, a clawfoot tub, a uh, spiral Ooh. staircase, a walk-in closet, um, all of those things. She actually turns the, the walk-in closet into a nursery later, and it's super fucking cute. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's a great show. If you guys haven't watched it, please do. It's on I need Hulu. to, for sure. Sponsor me, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Be me in my made-for-TV movie. I love you. <laughs> I think I'm Kelly Kapoor. That's who I am as a person. Yeah. Minus the vagina doctor. But yeah. that's okay. No, Kelly Kapoor from The Office is her Oh, oh from that's, the right, office. that's right. Which, if you don't know, Mindy Kaling is the one of the main writers on The Office, so the reason it's so yeah. fucking funny is because our bitch is behind it. Is her name... I'm assuming her name is Mindy in The Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, what is... Isn't Kelly Kapoor, like, accounting, or what does she do? HR? I, something. No. I don't remember. Something. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> I am a lot to watch. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so number two for me is, again, in New York, but it's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Apartment. Oh, I've never seen that show. You would love it, I'm pretty sure. But it's about a woman that, um, essentially, her husband's kind of a dick and doesn't believe in her dreams of being a stand-up comedian. So she, like, goes off on her... Well, he's, like, cheating, too, I'm pretty sure. I haven't seen it in a while. What a fuck. I know. So she goes out, and she becomes a comedian, and everyone loves her. Mm. So Midge, her name's basically Midge in the show, I think it's 
Margaret, but they call her Midge. Okay. I can't remember. Let's just Midge call her Midge. Midge is a cute name. It is cute. But in the show, she lives with her parents, or she did at one point. Mm-hmm. So Abe and Rose Wiseman. And they have this, like, pre-war home in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's set in the Upper West Side in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and it has this dramatic entrance on, like, Riverside Drive and West 111th Street, for those of you that live in New York. <laughs> um, it is the ideal uptown apartment. Like, it is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Everything is, like, white and beautiful. It has views of the Hudson River, a library, a fireplace, classic moldings, and a bedroom hallway that you could bowl down. Gorgeous. That's a wow. quote. That's a quote from Wikipedia. Gorgeous. So each apartment in this building has a foyer, living room, dining room, library, kitchen, three bedrooms, and two staff rooms. Okay. So she big. She big, for sure. Yeah. So Street Easy says that an apartment like the one that they depict on the show would mm-hmm. cost $9 million today. Or... We'll go backwards. We'll do deflation. So in 1959, that's about half a million dollars. So 462000 You know what? It just drives me crazy because, like, houses cost so much money. Every millennial you talk to is now, my dream is to own a one-bedroom condo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally, I'll live in a closet. I don't care. Um, so that valuation, though, it's interesting, and I didn't know this, but this is just, like, a fun fact. But in the, in the 1950s or 1959, mm-hmm. you simply could not buy an apartment. It was all rental. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I mean, so, you can't really do that now either. We're all broke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But back then, I mean, there were tenants in this apartment complex, or it, like, would have been had it mm-hmm. been a real thing, that were, like, business executives and, like, professors and stuff that are just renting this half-a-million-dollar apartment, Fucking which is kind of crazy. So yeah. definitely watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but... So it's about a girl that goes into comedy. Sounds like uh, something I would be into. Yeah, for sure. When it's I, good. When I told my mom I was starting a podcast, she's like... I wouldn't tell, I don't think most parents would tell their daughter to leave their teaching job to go into comedy, but I think you could do it. <laughs> oh, like, that's uh, so supportive. Yeah, thank yeah. You. But I think my mom only laughs at my jokes because we're the same person. <laughs> anyway. Okay. She's uh, obligated. She's <laughs> obligated. Okay. We're getting into the nitty gritty here. Um, my number one, which was, I didn't originally have this on my list, but somebody sent me a picture from Twitter and was like, holy shit, look at this interior. And I was like, wow. And I really should have thought about it earlier because I love this show. And it is um, The Beach House from Totally Spies. Oh, you're going to have to jog my memory because oh, I love I that show. But Quill. Don't worry. Quill. I had to look up. I watched a few episodes for this because, like, oh, girl, get into it. So that it's research. Only, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Instead of doing my job, <laughs> watching Totally <laughs> oh Spies. Hello. Um, it's only in season three and four. So, I, by the way, my manic ass wrote three pages on this, and I'm not going to read all three to you, but fucking Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, uh, the trio lives in the beach house, which is paid for by their spy agency, Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. Um, yeah, while their parents are all in Europe, which I thought was a funny little thing. Your parents aren't all in Europe. You're 16. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, it's this, like immediately iconic 70s groovy meets like 2000s kitsch aesthetic which mm-hmm. i fucking vibe with all right so like i said everything's got that that's a raven color palette like the futures futures the orange the yellows the teal mm-hmm. so we love that okay um and it is decked out colorful wacky elements everywhere it is located in beverly hills Ooh. it's a two-story modern masterpiece featuring a fully manicured lawn a gigantic pool with an attached jacuzzi a three-car garage a fully usable rooftop space, a wraparound balcony, and a section with a completely glass ceiling. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we love those glass ceilings. And that's just the exterior girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Each girl on the inside has their own room, the biggest being Clover's, um, and they, they fight over it, but Clover's my bitch, and I don't know if y'all know this, but I shaped, like, 85% of my personality after her. <laughs> I think I'm, like, Clover and Mindy I know, I was gonna say. together. Yeah. That's my personality. You're um, Mover. Mover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I just hit my glasses on the mic, y'all. Welcome okay? to our ASMR channel. <laughs> Uh, or maybe, like, our a channel of, of, of loud noises. Welcome to Concussion Channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clover's room features a surprisingly more muted color palette than the rest because that bitch is crazy and I was surprised, but I think the, the place was decorated before they move in. Mm. So it's got, like, soft lilac walls, hardwood floors, white gossamer curtains that match her canopy bed, full-length windows that overlook the beach. Fucking of course. Phenomenal, of course. right? Um, Sam's room, our girl Sam. Everybody loves Sam. I love Sam. I know you did, bitch. <laughs> um, she had the red hair and she was cute, right? Yes. Um, it features a funky orange, purple, teal color scheme, which we know that we love. I love purple. Um, lots of fun shelving for all her books, a cozy nook for her bed. There's also ceiling, um, like hanging paper lanterns, which are super cool mm-hmm. and cozy. And then a huge skylight. So it's a little bit smaller than Clover's room, but it's still very big. Still got all the impact. It's still got all the shit. And Alex's room is similar, except reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a, a few more like yellow accents, beanbag chairs, a lot of room for her to do ta- uh, taekwondo because she is the of athletic course. one. Yes. She's also got these amazing like floor to ceiling closets that are painted in like a splatter orange and purple vibe. Mm. It's very cool. I'm very into yeah, it. Yeah, I need to go watch another episode or yeah. a an episode, I guess. Yeah. The rest of the interior is sometimes in is sometimes inconsistent. Like there's a few episodes where there's like this completely circle like sofa that's pink and metallic and they sit on it and then behind them there's like this raised platform for like a dining area, I guess, because there's a huge pink chandelier. Hmm. That's only used in a few episodes. The most consistent interior is a mid-century full kitchen uh, with full-length bar that looks out into a dining area. There's also a really fun like tiger stripe motif wallpaper in the kitchen, which sounds fucking crazy, but I will post pictures of it because it's really fucking dope. Uh, And a red fridge. We know how I love those red appliances. Um, In the dining area that sits directly next to the living space, they've got this huge glass table and lucite Z-shaped chairs. Which Lucite's here again. Lucite is here again. <laughs> um, and if you don't know the Z chairs, they're like those chairs that are literally shaped like a Z that don't have like the four legs. They're very like uh, like of now. So that show was ahead of its time mm-hmm. with those for sure. Um, and then it's separated. The dining and the living area are separated by like a curved fish tank, which is so Ooh. fucking cool. So it's giving me like uh, Don Draper and Megan vibes, but with like all the color, all right. the fun. And then it, it's got like a mini conversation pit you go down to, and there's like a curved couch pressed directly against the fish tank. Uh, the couch is yellow, and it's got all these beautiful like heart shaped throw pillows. Oh, yeah. And a full like entertainment system. Um, and then you have to go downstairs to get on it from either side, which I love. Um, the walls are purple also, which I had to make a note of. I love purple. Um, there seems to be only one bathroom, but it is huge. It's got baby blue tile and then like the cabana style paneling that and like a giant jacuzzi in the corner with a full shower and a Hollywood vanity. I'm literally like obsessed. This is every detail about this because I was like in love with all of it. They've got like neon heart on the wall, like neon mm-hmm. signs on the wall, which is also a trend that they predicted. Um, and then some of my favorite decor elements are just like randomly interchanged in there. They've got a rocket shaped pink lava lamp. <laughs> um, they have these square light box, low hanging chandeliers, and then a fully automated Gladys system that helps them keep everything oh, yes. pretty, which I love very much. And then I just want to take a moment to say that all of the Totally Spies interiors are fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Everywhere they go is amazing. Yeah. There's one where they go to like, I guess like a 
a singer's like pad and he has these wall or sorry floor to ceiling lava lamp pillars that seems like a fire hazard but also really cool the way i would die to have them right and keep in mind this show i don't know if you said it i don't think you did but it's totally animated I know. It's totally spies and totally animated. Totally animated. Yeah. So, with I mean, that's so impressive. Like, the design and, like, the fact that, you know, the creative team has to come up with all of this stuff. That's mm-hmm. very impressive. It's amazing. So. And, like, they change outfits every every episode, too, which oh, I love. Yeah? I love when that happens. Yeah. I know, because I always wondered, like, cartoons growing up, I'm like, you wear the same thing every day? If you notice on, like, shows like Adventure Time, like, mm. the boys always wear the same thing, but girls change. Cause, oh, yeah. And we love said to that see the, it. The, the, the creator said, it's because girls have more clothes, which is true. <laughs> that is true. As we're standing in my pod closet, we can see my clothes and Ethan's clothes. Yes. It's it's a little corner. Yeah. 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 I mean, hey, Arnold in his kilt, you know, he's wearing the same <laughs> thing every day, so. All right. So, that's a great one. I forgot about Totally Spies. Yeah, me too. So now we're going to move on to my number one, mm-hmm. I, Carly, oh, and Spencer. Yeah. Carly and Spencer's apartment. So this is not in New York, thank God. It's in Seattle, which I actually didn't know until I looked further into it. Yeah. But it's a, th- okay, it's a three-story apartment with a private elevator in Bushwell Plaza. Fucking God. And it's apartment number 8C. It's three stories? I thought it was two. Three stories. Cool. So the I, Car- this apartment, it would likely cost $4,000 a month today. So the window, it, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I mean, you walk in, it's got like this really cool, like, um, it's kind of like industrial creative looking yeah. and it's got like the barrel of monkeys and the mm-hmm. top of the ceiling. You walk in, there's the couch, there's the kitchen on the other side. And then the window behind it is again, that paned window. Mm-hmm. It has a view of the Seattle skyline, which is yeah. amazing. Um, and this is the funny part. So Spencer is keeping iCarly kind of like Val and Holly and what mm-hmm. I like about you. Yeah. Um, because their dad is in the Air Force on a tour of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Spencer's hanging out with Carly. He is a freelance artist. He ditched law school and can afford a $4,000 a month. On an artist salary? On an artist salary. Who is he, Banksy? Right. He must, Spencer is Banksy confirmed. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> the mystery has been solved. But yeah, the first floor is like kitchen and living area and stuff like that. The second floor is um, the bedroom. So like Spencer and, and Carly's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then the third floor is truly dedicated to the iCarly show. Oh my so God. So that whole top floor is just for them. Spencer's so fucking supportive to give the entire third level to his little sister. And she's more successful than he is. I mean, was she like 14? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of trust like, to put in a middle school. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was under the impression that Spencer's room was on the first level and it was off to the right. Like where It might have been. Carly's might be on the second. If they don't Carly, really show the second. If Carly has two full levels to herself, that I'm going to lose my mind. I know, right? Are you kidding? Yeah. So... Okay, I don't know if you remember this, but the detailing in her room when they, re, like, renovated it, mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Yeah. And then they auctioned off all of the stuff in there. Yeah. Um, I think somebody on TikTok has the gummy bear chandelier, which really? is, frankly, <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever seen, but also almost positive it's a fire hazard. Oh, 100%. But Kind of like it. the lava lamp floor to ceiling. <laughs> and you know what? Would I have both? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You would put the gummy bear chandelier on top of the lava lamp floor fucking, to ceiling. Let's fucking party. Yeah. I think there's also, like, a really cute little... Uh, ottoman shaped like an ice cream sandwich there is yes i i I looked up a bunch of things but like obviously we're kind of running out of time here um but yeah so that place is really really cool purple again which we love purple there's a lot of purple going on in there and it's just like it's just awesome i just love it and i love the idea of it being in seattle and not new york and not new york or california bitch that's right there are other places in the world. Yeah. Broaden your horizons. That's right. But honestly, $4,000 a month for that place is not as bad as I was expecting. That's true. So, Do you think, because Washington State is home to 
the Shea family, Carly and Spencer, but also the Cullen family. Have they crossed <laughs> paths? <laughs> you know what? For your sake, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Welcome to Cullen Corner Part 2. <laughs> that's right. We're um, opening it up. I think that's where we're going to leave you guys today. This is a little bit longer for you, so we're going to cut it off. But um, we love you. We You're love beautiful. you. Enjoy your own rental space because yeah. I'm going to go back to my closet and cry because I don't have... <laughs> Girl, we're already in a closet. We can cry hey, right now. That's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, how do I even pause it? I got too many things up here. Okay. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. You can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details.